morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, June 7th. On this date in 1958, Prince Rogers Nelson was born in Minneapolis. He would grow up to become a world-famous musician, going only by his first name until his birthday in 1993, when he temporarily changed his name to a symbol no one knew how to pronounce. He reverted to Prince in the year 2000. It's hard to believe he died seven years ago. And here's a little birthday trivia for you. It's the birthday of the singer whose song, It's Not Unusual, inspired the Carlton dance on the TV sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Can you name that famous singer? I'll have the answer coming up. But first, let's see what today's forecast has in store. We'll head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Wednesday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Silvine here. Scattered showers and thunderstorms possible late today. In the meantime, lots of sunshine and it will be a hot afternoon. High temperature today all the way up to 92 degrees. Be on the lookout. Those storms this afternoon, this evening, like yesterday, could be on the strong side. Now the storms will die down tonight. One or two showers possible tomorrow under a mostly cloudy sky with the cold front moving through cool down a little bit 83 degrees but we start to warm back up friday into the weekend 86 mostly sunny on friday looks mainly dry for saturday and sunday with highs near 90. you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader live five news Now, let's get to your morning headlines. A new lawsuit is accusing the Charleston County School District of failing to prevent sexual assaults at Mary Ford Elementary School. The lawsuit alleges that from September to November of last year, a kindergartner inappropriately touched another student about 10 times. The victim's mother says her child was grabbed, squeezed, punched in the groin by another boy repeatedly, and adults were aware but did nothing to address it. Court documents also state the mother of the victim requested her son to be moved to a different classroom after those incidents, but that request was denied. The child's parents alleged the teacher and teacher aides saw all of these incidents and didn't do enough to stop them from happening. According to the lawsuit, the mother had another classroom change request denied this year after her son was hit multiple times in January. The lawsuit accuses the school district of several things, including negligence in hiring staff, that were not able to care for kindergarten students. In a statement, the family's attorney said, I'm proud to be representing this young boy and his mother. Unfortunately, staff and administration at Mary Ford knew that a particular child in the class was exhibiting inappropriate sexual behavior toward the young boy and chose not to inform the boy's mother and chose to take no action to prevent further sexual assaults. Meanwhile, CCSD says their legal counsel has not gotten the lawsuit yet, but once that happens, they will then decide if they have anything to add. Dorchester School District 4 is planning on raising employee pay and expanding programs for students next school year. District officials say they have a $30 million budget in place. Included in the budget is a 1% raise and thousands in bonuses for all employees. However, officials say their top priority for the budget was expanding extracurricular activities for students. That includes sports programs for elementary schools and funding for STEM programs. There are also plans to increase security at schools through using a badge entry system for employees. The district says no tax increases are part of the budget. Governor Henry McMaster is urging state lawmakers to pass bond reform legislation, saying now is the time to do it. During a news conference yesterday, McMaster renewed his push for changing the state's bond process 
and enacting stiffer penalties for illegal gun possession. Both chambers have already passed different versions of a bond reform bill. Under the original version, people who commit a violent crime while out on bond for another violent crime would have their initial bond revoked. And if convicted of the second crime, would have five more years added to their sentence. The Senate took that last part out with some saying it is unconstitutional or ineffective. If the General Assembly fails to pass the bills, they might have to wait until the next session. Although lawmakers are currently in a special session that has no end date, McMaster says he will call them back to Columbia to pass the legislation. A bill prohibiting the so-called Carolina Squat will officially go into effect in a matter of months. A Carolina Squat is a vehicle modification where the front end of a truck or SUV is lifted higher than the back end. Some pickup truck owners who happen to like the front end of their cars a little higher than the back end say they worry that this new law will make it easier for the state to ban other vehicle modifications moving forward. Our Molly McBride brings us their concerns and what state lawmakers are saying. Several guys with squatted trucks I spoke to tell me it's important to them to express themselves by modifying their vehicles in this way. And they worry that banning the Carolina squat will make it easier for the state to have more control over their trucks in the future. I think this bill being passed opens the door for many other bills to be passed limiting what else we can do with our vehicles. Nicholas Cluddy says customizing trucks and SUVs brings people together and keeps him and his friends out of trouble. He says he's worried about what other modifications could be banned once this law officially takes effect, which is in exactly 159 days. At that point, anyone with their front fender four or more inches above their back fender will be fined twice before having their license suspended for one year. Senator Luke Rankin, who sponsored the bill, says the Palmetto State is known to respect individual rights and liberties. However, driving on our highways is not a right you get without certain rules. We encourage uh, safety here, and that's exactly what this is about. Uh, The concern of what's to come next is a case-by-case basis. Senate Bill 363 goes into effect in the fall. Until then, only warning tickets will be given out for violations. In the newsroom, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. For the second time in the last year, the South Carolina Supreme Court will hear arguments about the state's abortion ban. Governor Henry McMaster signed a new version of the fetal heartbeat bill into law just last month, and it was almost immediately hit with a lawsuit. A lower court ruled to block the enforcement of the ban and let the high court make the final ruling. This newest ban is very similar to the one justices struck down back in January in that it would ban most abortions once a fetal heartbeat is detected. Oral arguments are set to happen June 27th. Folly Beach often falls victim to beach erosion and attorneys at the South Carolina Environmental Law Project want to save special plots of land called super beachfront lots. Yeah, this is the land that's right in front of beachfront homes. It gets re-nourished with sand every couple of years that eventually gets washed away naturally. SCELP says this act of re-nourishment called avulsion needs to be recognized by South Carolina courts. Anna Harris joins us live from Folly Beach this morning. Anna, why should the average beachgoer care about this? 
Well, Katie and Nick, an attorney with the South Carolina Environmental Law Project says if avulsion keeps happening, which it will naturally, Folly Beach could no longer exist. She says that they need to put a halt to building beachfront homes along these lots. The city of Folly Beach, the Coastal Conservation League, the organization Save Folly Beach, and several homeowners filed a complaint against the state back in 2019 about these concerns. It states of about 50 super beachfront lots, only a handful are developed and are affected by avulsion. Skilp Senior Managing Attorney Leslie Linhart says the sand from the renourishment is funded from the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, and it costs about $11 million to fund the last renourishment in 2018. Just earlier this year, Folly Beach received $27 million in emergency renourishment from the effects of Hurricane Ian. They ask in this complaint for the state to no longer allow development of these super beachfront lots. As it stands now, one of Skilp's attorneys argued this case in front of the Court of Appeals last month, and it may take several months for them to receive a final answer. Beachfront development is dangerous, a situation where you have a lot that's only present in reality, you know, 50% of the time, then it makes no sense for someone to try to develop it when that is what nature's going to, nature's going to take it away. And Linhart says it is admirable that Folly is prioritizing its residents and visitors to protect one of South Carolina's most prized possessions. Reporting live on Folly Beach, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I told you that it's the birthday of the singer who inspired the Carlton dance on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The song was It's Not Unusual. The singer, who turns 83 today, is the legendary Tom Jones. Also celebrating birthdays this Wednesday, actor Liam Neeson is 71, former Vice President Mike Pence is 64, actor Carl Urban of the rebooted Star Trek films is 51, TV personality Bear Grylls from Man vs. Wild is 49, actress Adrian France from The Bold and the Beautiful is 45, and comedian Bill Hader is also 45. Thank you again for joining us for Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great Wednesday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.